Welcome back to A People's Guide to Publishing. I'm Joe Beal, the founder and CEO of Microcosm Publishing and Distribution. I'm also the author of A People's Guide to Publishing, which distills what I've learned from selling millions of books over the past 25 years. I'm Ellie Blue. I'm the Editorial and Marketing Director here at Microcosm. We are an independent midlist publisher based in Portland, Oregon and Cleveland, Ohio. We have over 700 books, over 25 employees, and we make about 40 new books every year. And we distribute thousands of titles from other publishers. We started this podcast so that we can share what we've learned with newer publishers so that you can learn from our mistakes. Or maybe you just want to understand the publishing industry. This week, we are going to answer a reader question, which is, I have 20 authors donating their stories to a book because they believe in the mission behind the work of helping nonprofits and sharing their stories for other people that can relate with them. However, one author, who is the only one who hasn't signed, blasted me, accusing me of saying that the agreement is not fair and that the other authors do not know what they've agreed to. Oh. How should I proceed? And this person must have some kind of uh, amazing psychic ability. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think the supposition here is that, like, well, and you run into this a lot where people think, you know, you read a few blogs and you get a sense of, like, how all publishers are out to give you unfair agreements, and fair agreement is pretty nebulous, to be honest. Excuse me, Bernie. And a lot of this stuff is, um, you know, it's like, it's a matter of what you're comfortable with and, like, what's mutually agreeable rather than what's fair, because fair isn't really definable. Yeah, like, and it does sound like this agreement is not right for this author. Like, it sounds like they don't agree with it and therefore should not sign it and the publisher should find somebody else yeah or skip them i mean that just seems like the long and short of it and like the fact that this author is trying to make it about other people is like classic triangulation and i would not engage with it yeah and oftentimes if somebody is trying to leverage their point rather than saying i don't like this or i can't consent to this they'll say Nobody should consent to this. Right, right. They'll say, nobody else likes it either. Or we've been talking and none of us like it. But that's not... It's just like they're concerned that they won't be taken seriously as an individual if they just state their concerns. Right. And and it's a, it's a weird bit, but, you know, it is how it goes sometimes. So is this person, like, asking for, like, crisis management advice? Like, is this happening in a public forum? Or are they just asking, like... Is it actually? Are they asking like, is this actually a fair contract, or like, what? What's the question? I think it's all of those things, and okay. then I think in addition to that, it's the like, you know, how do I proceed? Right. Well, sorry that you're having to deal with this. Right, and this is kind. Of, I mean, you know, we've run into this since day one, where you know people want to feel good about the agreements, and you know, in like worst, best, and most likely scenarios. I mean, like, so let's imagine the worst scenario in which you are actually taking advantage of all these authors. You've given them a fraudulent agreement. Um, 
you've lied to them about what their story is being used for, and you're going to get very rich publishing it. I don't know, that doesn't sound like the worst agreement. <laughs> the worst agreement seems like you would do all that, the works would become unpublishable, mm. the book would never be published. And then the authors would no longer own their works, and yeah. they couldn't get them published anywhere. Right, that would be like, right. really the worst. Yeah. Like, nobody can read the book after all this, <sighs> and all these hurt feelings. That's that's a great point. Um, so how would you deal with it if it was that worst-case scenario? Well, I would have an agreement where the publishing was transferable to somebody else, and then they could publish it. Oh, yeah, or, like, if you didn't publish it in a certain amount of time, the rights would revert back to the author. Or, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, do I get to rewrite the contract? If I could do that, I would do a lot of things differently. I would make <laughs> it so that the rights were non-exclusive, mm -hmm. so that the publisher would have publishing rights... Mm -hmm. But the author would simultaneously own publishing rights for all these. So these works could appear elsewhere in addition to in this collection. And you can, like, set time frames on that. Like, you can be, like, not in the next five years or year or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or, and then you can say, like, if this book doesn't come out, then, like, all rights go back to their authors. And that's called, like, a reversion clause. Or, like, when this book goes out of print, the authors get their rights back or... Yeah. You know, and and part of it is, um, you know, you just don't like you're you're not selling a book on the work of even the most famous person in it. You're selling a book on the concept of it as an object. You know, you're selling the value proposition of the collected work, you know? So if it's, like, story, scary campfire stories for kids, then, like, nobody is buying it because of, like, the two celebrity names. Right. They're buying it to have the bejeebies shaken out of their weans. <laughs> A common phrase said by many people. <laughs> that was very grandparently of you. <laughs> mm, okay, well, very well. And, and but, you know, it's like when you're publishing something and you're sinking a bunch of money into it and, you know, it's like you're investing and all that, you tend to get in the scarcity mentality of, like, well, if all these people, like, publish these stories elsewhere, what's to stop anybody from not buying the book? So while it's not necessarily, like, unfair what you had your authors agree to, it does seem, like, kind of unnecessarily unnecessary yeah yeah and i don't know i mean would you advise that they revise their contracts or just kind of like go forward well for most people they're not gonna care you that is know? a good point too like and it's also like if they've already agreed to it it's almost more disruptive to go, to go back and be like hi i have a new agreement that is more in your favor no that's true like they would be like what was wrong with the old agreement i guess What's if, wrong with you? if somebody does come back to you at some point and is like hey i want this story to be in this other anthology that would like promote your anthology you could like revise the agreement at that time mm -hmm. yeah, yeah and i think there's like a a sinking suspicion sinking rising suspicion that um <laughs> that this collected work would be adapted for translation licensing mm -hmm. as a work and or made into television or film and you know those tend to not really happen with a collection you know oh yeah that was actually part of the question that you didn't read because it was very long was that um the person wanted to retain their own licensing rights for their story which you know 
is wishful thinking on their part, but also their prerogative, if that's what they want to negotiate. I mean, it seems like what you're dealing with is just a bad negotiator. Right, yeah, yeah. And so, the, the and, you know, and that to me is like the ultimate red flag. Like, if somebody yeah. doesn't know how to have a conversation and state their concerns, and not even stating their concerns, more important than that is stating, hi, would it be possible to do it this other way? is so much more effective. I mean, you can... Or just being like, no, that doesn't work for me. Or, but, like, ultimately (laughs) saying I would be willing to agree to this... Right. ...is so much more effective than anything else. So, best-case scenario is you publish this book without the difficult person in it, and it goes on to sell a million copies and raise so much money for the cause that you and all these authors care about and some of them get discovered and maybe you sell tv rights Mm -hmm. and then share the bounty amongst the authors i don't know yeah like best case scenario is that like this book does exactly what you plan for it to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know so this is kind of why i'm like right back to like okay well then you probably you know if this person can't have this basic conversation with you then it's a gift because they're giving you an early warning sign that they don't deal well with what they perceive as conflict and they can't navigate it without drama and also like you know yeah you're not working with this person is the best case scenario and like unexpected success where the money is able to go into the causes rather than like enriching the authors is what everybody is signing up for here yeah that's true and this person it sounds like they're not on the same page so it's good not to participate in this particular project with them like they might be an awesome person yeah and it might and yeah like i exactly i yeah i wouldn't say like this it just isn't their passion is to support this like their pursuit of their own wallet is a completely legitimate pursuit yeah and it's like hard like if you're trying to make a living as a writer you are counting those pennies and you are yeah minding your licensing very carefully Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm but to speak for other people isn't really helpful or i mean it's a boundary violation for one thing it's poorly done but so you know i'd say drop them and move along and you know avoid having this come back tenfold in a year or two and if this is a conversation that's happening publicly like keep in mind that you're not going to convince this person of anything on a public platform, so everything you say to them is for the benefits of the people silently watching and waiting to come to their own conclusion. I learned that from you, Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you want to keep the focus on where the money is actually going, which is not to you and not to these authors, but to this cause that you've all signed up to support, and you can always move everything back into, like, supporting this cause, which is your whole goal here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Until next time, you know, focus on why you were doing this, why you were excited about this in the first place. And good luck, and congrats on your book coming out. Thanks for joining us once again. Please send your questions to podcast at microcosmpublishing.com so we can answer them on future episodes. And please give us five stars on iTunes and everywhere else that podcasts are reviewed. You can find us on the internet at microcosm.pub. On Twitter at Microcosm. On Facebook at Microcosm Publishing. On Instagram at Microcosm underscore pub. And here in Portland, Oregon on North Williams Avenue. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week.